Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> My last hour on the fan this first week back, I'm not feeling great. I don't know. I just stepped out, literally went to the vending machine and bought a Snickers. I'm lightheaded. My head hurts. I had a rough day with my son today, um, but, you know, no excuses. Play like a champion. Run through the tape. It's time to finish strong. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan. Talking sports. All the sports with whoever will join me. We were just talking about the Mets a little bit and Pete Alonzo. And, you know, for as much, um, I guess, uh, grief or whatever, I really I do not care. The, as much uh, as I get tagged as, like, Mets hater and this guy doesn't know anything, he just hates on the Mets. Like, no, I, I pay attention a little bit. And I have my thoughts. And when we get into the baseball season, I think you'll be able to listen and understand that, like, I'm a Yankee fan. But I'm paying attention to the Mets now. I didn't grow up rooting for the Mets or watching the Mets. But part of the job is to be able to speak on the Mets. And I don't have to speak glowingly about them. If you actually listen, this past season, I didn't have anything nice to say about my own favorite team, who I literally love in my heart, the New York Yankees. I talk down on them pretty much every day, every series, every week. It just is what it is. When the Mets were winning 101 games, what did I call them? The make-it-happen Mets. They made it happen. Last year, they couldn't make a series win happen in June. They punted at the deadline. They fired their manager, let go of their GM. They brought in a new president of baseball, and there's been a complete philosophy change. And, you know, the latest thing today the WFAN wrote up was my comment about, like, why does Steve Cohen get so much grace and respect and adulation and People like like have raised this guy up to be, and I get all the off-the-field stuff, but I don't care about that. I'm talking about baseball. I, I get it. It's nice to have uh, old-timers day and, and, and black jerseys and a Tom Seaver statue, but does that help you win? And I, you know, threw the Wilpons out there, so I open up my Twitter, and I, I add fire to it. Like, I, I love all this stuff. This is fun, you know? Some people cross the line with the racism, but whatever. Like, I get it. You know, that's, that's weak as hell. You 
you, you're not smart enough to actually have a reply or a comeback, so you got to attack my race. I was born this way, proud to be a black man. <laughs> Blazing a trail for black men. There'll be some other young black hosts on the fan when I'm an old man, and I'll be calling in to tell them, hey, rumble, young man, rumble. But back to the whole Mets thing, you know, I'm I'm a Yankee fan from the bleachers, bro. Like, our culture is F the Mets. It's it just is what it is. This is New York. You act like I'm the first person to ever speak on the Mets like this. Maybe I'm just the only one that actually delivers it like this on the fan. I tell the truth. Shoot the messenger if you want. But, like, you know, we, we crown a guy as king. We act like this guy is family. Call him uncle. And, man, it's been a mess still. It's still LOL Mets, same old Mets. And if you listen to me, I said I think David Stearns is the change. I think he is the one that's going to make it so that the Mets do become perennial um, contenders. They don't uh, end up being laughing stocks every year, win 101 games and win 74 asterisk 75 games. I think that this smart man, Ivy League man who did what he did in Milwaukee, is going to build it, but it's going to take some time in the meantime. You're, you're going to get laughed at. In the meantime, you're going to get trolled. You're going to get joked at by your neighbors, Yankee fans, who are looking at you literally pick up Yankee leftovers. So all the talk about richest owner in the sport, yeah, he's dumpster diving for Yankees trash right now. And it's funny to us. We'll see how it plays out during the season. Maybe you get the last laugh. Extend Pete Alonzo so that Evan can shave. Chris is in Manhattan. What's up, Chris? You're on the fan. <laughs> I love that setup for my call. I'm sorry you're not feeling well, man, but I have to tell you, before I thought about the Mets, I love what you just said. And if I can just chime in on what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Man, you're authentic, and I. that's what I love about FAN, is I love hosts that have conviction, and they don't lose sight of like what they grew up on, but then can also look at things a different way. I, I tell you, authenticity is everything. I have nothing but respect for your fandom and what you bring to the show. Thank you. Um, so listen, I'm actually out here in LA. I've been working and I, you'll be happy to know that I'm, I'm having some fun with these delicate LA Dodger fans out here. <laughs> I know them well. I know them oh, well. Man, I'm, I'm taking Uber. I'm taking Ubers here and I, you know, I keep bringing up, you know, the contracts, all the money. And I say, you know, you guys, you better get ready. You're going to be public enemy. Number one. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, they just don't get it, you know. They're, they're, like, they're scared. They're they're living in fear of this failing. Yeah, that's right. They've spent yeah, money I, in the past and failed. They have one World Series since '88, and it's the 60 game 2020 season that nobody really looks at as valid. Exactly. Okay, but it's fun to tweak them to give them a little East Coast uh, energy. You know, Keith on the Mets. It, um, I, I really agree with what you were saying a couple callers ago, like. I don't know why some Mets fans look at this so binary, like it's a complete rebuild. It doesn't need to be a complete rebuild when you have a very wealthy owner. And, you know, so I feel like, yeah, is it a transition year? Absolutely. And you have good players that were on a 101-win team locked up. It's not like the cupboard is bare. It's not like they're literally starting from scratch. You're 100% right. And and you could also say, look, I mean, we keep talking about the Diamondbacks. I'd rather the Mets win 84 games and get hot at the end of the year. I don't need to win 105 games. It doesn't mean anything to me if you get knocked out in the first round. The regular season like, does not matter. Find a way right. in. You don't have to be the juggernaut. You don't have to be the uh, preseason predicted favorites. That's right. And, Keith, you know, I also think when you're kind of playing that kind of season, I think ownership 
or the GMs or whoever are more apt to add at the trade deadline. If you're like setting the world on fire, they'd be like, well, what do we need to do? You know, so I think that energy in a way is sort of a better, not that you can plan it, but I think there's something to be said for that, you know, with yeah. like the momentum. Hey, Keith, one last thing on the Mets. You know, it's, it's an interesting thing because like a lot of people that feel like, oh, this year they're just going to punt, which I do not believe they're going to do. Um, people don't, I don't think, realize that Senga and um, Diaz have opt-outs at the end of this year. And that would be a big problem for the Mets. Like, so let's say the Mets have a really subpar year. Those two guys might go, I'm out of here. This is, no, it's not a winning franchise, whatever. We do not want those two guys who are two of their better players under contract to be opting out. So I think there's incentive as well for the Mets certainly to be as competitive as possible. It's New York. Like they're in a yeah. window where Steve Cohen promised a World Series. Like there, there is no laying down. There is no not being competitive. There is no oh, we're not going to try and compete this year, right? Didn't Carlos Mendoza say they were going to compete? Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, Keith, the last thing on Cohen, I, I know what you mean from your perspective, and I'm a little bit on the other side. Like I do give him a lot of slack. I think there's an emotional component here, like. We had ownership before that didn't feel like they really were fans of the team or cared as much. So, like, we are – maybe we're overly embracing this guy in, in a certain way. And, look, he's still a rookie owner. He's going to screw up, you know. Um, so, I, get, I know what you're saying, but we should have high standards and expect a lot from him. And, look, I'm, I'm always optimistic. I do think Stearns – I just feel like the they're right moving time. the goalposts for this guy. Oh, Yamamoto, he flew to Japan. Yeah. Uh, Yamamoto's at his house. He's definitely signing Yamamoto. Oh, well, what's he going to do? Yamamoto wanted to be a Dodger. Like, okay. All right. Yeah, you, feel like it's, you feel like it's a cop-out. Like cop Always, out man. Thing. Carlos Correa. Wow. Steve Cohen was on vacation and called up Scott Boris, swooped in to get Carlos Correa. Here come the Mets. 2023 World Series champs. Oh, you know, Steve Cohen, he's he's careful. He, you know, he checked the medical physicals. It, it wasn't a good move. It wasn't a good deal. He looked out for us. What? Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. There's a little bit of, like, hedging there as well. The end of the Mary day, though, Buckmas. I... Oh, Steve Cohen <laughs> goes out and gets the most sought after. Oh, look at this guy. He's got a world of knowledge. Then he goes and gets David Stearns. Bye. Shows, shows, shows him the door. Forget about the 101 season, all the knowledge he had, all the players that, you know, respected him, Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso. Get out of here. It's David Stern's turn now. Keith, I hear you. But you know what? I can keep I going have, all night. <laughs> no, I know, but no. But I look, I still have respect for an owner who dumped a ton of money and realized this ain't working, this is a sinking ship, and then spend more money to change direction. So I have respect for somebody that's like, I'm going to keep putting my money out there and fix this thing somehow. So, look. You know, he, he didn't have to do all that stuff and eat those contracts. He could have made last year a dead year and go, oh, well, I tried. I spent a lot of money. But the guy reversed course in the middle. Say what you want about it. I do believe the intention was. I think it was the right the move. Right and, and when it yeah. happened, I said it'll be a thank me later moment for Billy Epler. Didn't know he wouldn't be I, here to, you know, get the thanks in right. a few years. I remember you said that, Keith. I agree with you totally, man. And listen, it's great speaking baseball with you. Feel better, my man. Thanks for the call, Chris. 877-337-6666. I'm just paying attention, and I ain't forget nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, as the it's literally the goalpost gets moved. It's it's King Cohen, Uncle Stevie. We've got the richest owner in the sport, but you're 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 picking up Harrison Bader for ten and a half million. You're you're picking up Andre Scrub. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, I, I get it. 
Like there, there are two sides of it where I can I can say this is a good move getting Harrison Bader. Don't expect him to be your everyday center fielder. The Yankees just did that. But at the same time, don't tell me we can buy everybody. We're getting Otani. We should offer Judge. No way DeGrom leaves. Of course we're going to sign Pete Alonzo. Yeah, you Yankee fans enjoy Juan Soto for now. He's ours next year. Let's go to Dan and Belmar on the fan. What's up, Dan? KM to AM. What's up, man? Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Doing good. I want to talk a little Mets. I like to consider myself a you know level-headed Mets fan, unlike others right now. It's, the fan base is kind of divided based on uh, where where the fans see this year, how it's going to play out. Uh, me, personally, I don't hate all the moves that Stearns is doing right now. The you know, low-level moves, the Baders, the Severinos, the Yankees. They're moves, are though. Joke about it. They're, that, it's activity, though. You're breaking up, Keith. Say it again? They're moves, though. Like, like I, I, I don't hate it because they're, they're, it's activity. He's working on the team. He's doing things to, to make the team better. And if half of these moves hit... They're going to look like good moves. None of us know the future right now. No, that's exactly right. And I think it's a holding pattern. I think it's a kind of a lose-lose situation with Alonzo come the future because I think the Mets almost feel slighted once he got Boris. I'm not sure who he was with before that he got Boris. But um, now it's kind of a lose-lose situation for the Mets because me personally, all, all Boris clients look at the past. They go to free agency. They test the water, see what the offers are going to be. So either the Mets are going to get slack for waiting too long to give this guy an offer, which everything's been kind of tongue-in-cheek ever since Stearns took over. So either they're going to get slack for waiting too long for any hits free agency, or they're going to get slack for losing him to free agency. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of a lose-lose situation for them with Alonzo. Me, personally, the guy needs to get locked up. Let him name his price as long as it's not astronomical. Then you know you sign the guy, like you called him before, he's Mr. Met. And another call, another caller said he's one-dimensional. I would disagree. I mean, look at the numbers he put up since he got into the league. He's a major power threat, uh, and his defense is only getting better. And even if the contract's going to be eight to ten years, he's going to decline defensively. But then you got your DH, yes, uh, right good, there. Good point. But something I want to see the Mets doing uh, in the future, you know, particularly the off season, this off season going forward, they need another. They need to find some pieces. I'd like to see them bring Robertson back. Um, another former Yankee, former Met guy. And it's good news for you. I know you're a Yankee guy, but you get to root for the Mets kind of now since we're getting all these Yankee scrubs, apparently. <laughs> good, Exactly. Good call, Dan. And I said that online. <laughs> I literally wrote that online. I said, the make it happen Mets, make it happen. These are my Mets. I've never watched more Mets baseball than I have the last two seasons. And now I have some former Yankees to root for. You know, but in the first two years, it was like, all right, they have an all-star team. I never envisioned Max Scherzer being on the Mets. I never envisioned Justin Verlander on the, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't hate the Mets, bro. What I hate is Mets fans that overstep and cross the line with their criticism of me for my takes. And I guess, you know, it's it's a Yankee fan talking about um, the Mets. But like I said, do I speak glowingly of the Yankees? Nah. (laughs) You hear me getting on, I'm on the Yankee pregame show. You hear me getting on the fan right after the Yankee game and torching them after I was at the game, <laughs> after I was in the media area, after I'm looking Yankees personnel in the face. They know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if I'm doing that, it's fair. And, I, and you know, if you want to label me a, a Mets a hater, I'm, I'll take that all day. That All that does is revere me in the Yankee universe. All that does is build me up in uh, Yankee Stadium. I'll, I'll be the guy. I'll be your Huckleberry. Shoot the messenger. I'll be the messenger. 
But like someone's got to tell the truth. It can't always be host getting on the fan and 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 moving goalposts and tap dancing around the truth or trying to be spin doctors and say, oh, well, this was a good move because of this. Nah, we can laugh. We can laugh. Luis Severino sucked last year. And one team gave him $13 million. It damn sure wasn't going to be the Yankees. And I don't know how many other teams would have given that much money. The Mets moved first. And Harrison Bader. I, I got respect for Bader. Like I said, when I was on that night, I got to meet his mom. I got to meet his uncle. And, and this is what I told them. Man, his footwork in center field. He's one of the best center fielders I've ever seen play center field in Yankee Stadium. I said, someone must have been working with him. And they said, his dad. I said, good. Congrats to you guys. He's a spark plug, that guy. And next to Judge, he stands up as an impact player. When Judge wasn't there and Harrison Bader came back, you know, in Tampa, he he, he had some big hits. He had some big home runs in the postseason. He's cold-blooded. The Yankees need more guys like that where the lights aren't too bright for them when October comes. But the unfortunate truth is the guy's always hurt. He came to the Yankees in a walking boot. He came to spring training, and he was hurt. He started the season on the I.L., then in the season, he had a hamstring. I think he had a concussion. Like, he's always hurt. He's always hurt. That's why I say you can't rely on him as your starting center fielder. He can spell Nimmo, but, like, he can't be in the lineup every single day. And I don't think he will be. I don't think he will be. Um, I, Luis Guillerme, I haven't mentioned today. I had that in my notes. Luis Guillerme signs with the Braves, of course. So, you you know, you guys got Joey Wendell now. Hate Joey Wendell. Just obviously from Tampa, team no gloves. I just think he's whack. And you guys saw him play for the Marlins. Let's see what Luis Guillerme does down in the A. 1.1 million one-year deal. You know he's going to hit a home run against the Mets. You know he's going to have some kind of moment. Sorry, I'm like, I feel like I'm about to puke. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I think I might actually call Ralph on air. That that would be one for the uh, WFA and uh records for the for the for the uh late night files. Let's go to Rocco in Saratoga. What's up, Rocco? You're on the fan. Yo, Keith, how are you doing? Hey, when did you uh, become black? <laughs> You're the best. Uh, uh, you know, and it's funny, you know, I became black um when my black mom and my black mother got together and had me. And it's funny because I'm well-spoken and I'm educated. There are people that assumed I was white. There are people that write on the <laughs> internet, literally on WFAN, when they, you know, once Seriously. in a while show me and they're like, oh, I had no idea this guy was black. I'm like, ain't that a shame? You can't even be intelligent. You can't even be smart. You can't be well-spoken. That's reserved for the white man. Sorry, spoiler yo, alert. Yo, 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 bro. No, yo, bro. Hey. We're people, man. No, black, I, white. I love Come everybody. On. Mike Tyson. I grew Mike up. Tyson I grew up. I grew up in a, a predominantly white area. Uh, I'm from Ocean Township, New Jersey. I grew up in the Jersey Shore area. My wife is white. My son is half white. I got white friends that I don't look any differently at that I spend holidays with. I was, you know, best man for my my boy Eric, white dude. Um, and I got black friends the same way and family the same way. I I think what I'm doing is pushing us forward. I think what I'm doing, if somebody hears me and assumes I'm a white guy and then they see me and say, wow, uh, yeah, the, that's a brain buster for you. But, you know, I don't want it to be all about race. I want it to be about what I bring to the table knowledge-wise. But there's just so many detractors and so many people that want to um, tear me down 
because they're butthurt about what I say about the Mets or something, and they say, oh, this black guy's only on the fan because the fan needed the diversity. Yeah, if it was that simple, it could have been anybody, bro. Is You know, I guess Tiki Barber doesn't count because he's a Hall of Fame running back, but, like, it's not easy to get in here. It's not easy to get on air here. Like, out of all the full-time on-air hosts at WFAN, right, if it was that easy to be hired because I'm black, there'd, there'd be more guys. There'd be way more. Tell it like it is. You know, tell straight facts, like straight to it. Right. Somebody got to do tell it. tell it, bro. Right. I got black friends. I have white friends. I have green friends. They're Martians. Yeah, I got okay. green friends in my pocket because I talk on this radio station every night. I'm sick right, right. now. I'm not feeling well, but I'm going to run See, through the tape because that's what they pay me to do. My contract is good. My contract is straight. I'm not going anywhere, bros. <laughs> yeah, you're a trooper. You're a trooper. You always you hang in there. Because I'm literally man. here for you. I'm here for the people that hit me on Twitter. I'm here for the people that are still calling the radio right now. I'm here for the people that are working, that are driving, that are listening. And they're like, yo, I love your show, bro. Like, I rock with you. I listen for you and your takes. Whether you're black, white, whatever, you're a good radio host. You're you're intelligent. You got a lot of knowledge. You got a lot of range, versatility. You're getting really good at this. You're telling it like it is. Like I said, brother, don't worry. You know, Customato was my uncle, right? The legendary boxing trainer. He adopted Mike Tyson. Now, Cus is white. He's Italian. Mike Tyson, not so much. Okay? But, but, I but love Mike, Italians. I, I grew up with a lot of Italians. Mike is my cousin because my uncle adopted him. How's that? An Italian That's guy. Good. That's how the world should be. That's America. That's America for you. Like, and we are cousins, all right? And yeah. that was cut. It's 2024. He, he took Roy Patterson. You know, he took in Mike as his son. Read Iron Ambition by Mike. It's a great book. Great book. I love it. It's 19 hours if you want to listen to it on Audible. Yeah, no, nah, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that. It. Rocco, what you yeah. got, though? You talking NFL? Okay, you talking... Got, uh, hey, I, hey, you know, I'm New York, New York. I'm an old school guy. I'm all about all the New York teams. I grew up around Yankee Stadium, walked to the stadium, went to games as a kid, met the Mick on the street going into the stadium. You know, I've been there. I've been there, done that. But I'm all about New York. So I got to go with the Yanks. Got to go with the Mets. We got Soto. Yeah, we got to get some pitching. The Mets, hey, under the radar, but they got to sign the Bear. They need the Bear. He's New York. He wants to be here. He's all about New York. They the better bear? sign him, Keith. They better sign him. I'm sorry. Can't Who, let him walk. Who's the Bear? I'm fading. Who, I, am uh, I missing the something? the Polar Bear. Pete, Pete, oh. <laughs> Pete. Come on. Sure. My neighbor, I call him bear the polar sure. bear. The bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I call my neighbor the bear, too. He's a big guy like Pete. He, yeah. he, he, uh, they should extend uh, him, but I think they're going to play around with that. And if they play around with Scott Boris, like, go ahead. Good luck nah, with that. Not good. Not good. Let's not play games. Let's just sign him, give him some money, and call it a day. Okay, let's not play games. I want Pete back. He wants to be in New York. Let's not give him up. Come on. It's not a nickel and dime situation. Steve can afford it. We got to get the bear back. But do they right? value him? Thanks for the call, Rocco. I think they do things to pacify him. Like, oh, Daniel Vogelback, that's your boy. He's on the team. 
Daniel Vogelback's not here. All right, well, here's Harrison Bader, your college uh, diesel bros. Is that good enough? No, where's the money, man? You gave Max Scherzer a lot of money. You gave Justin Verlander a lot of money. You 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 paid Tommy Pham, Mark Canna, Eduardo Escobar. You, these guys were here today, gone tomorrow. They made a lot more money than me. Let's go to Richard in Brooklyn on the fan. What up, Rich? Hey, how you doing, Keith? I'm good. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, first and foremost, that that individual who called you and said you're only there because you're black, he's like a dead battery, you know? It's all good. Like I, I'm so used to it. That's why I joke and, and like like I, I wear it. Like people people that like still practice racism, like dude, you're never gonna win. There's nowhere you can win around here. And uh You can't make a statement like that and say you're not a racist. <laughs> it's just simple. It's, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. It ain't stopping nothing that I'm doing. Anyway, I think you're doing a, a good job, and you've been getting better. Oh, working on it, working on it. Thank you, sir. Yeah, about the New York match, Alonzo is the most prolific home run hitter RBI since he's been in the league. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? It's just like it's, it's. There's no debate what he does. That's why I said if he goes and do, does it somewhere else, we're going to be talking about it on the phone. Oh, look at him with the Cubs. It's like I don't know. Like these guys don't grow on trees. They're not that readily available. I'm telling you. This is not a rebuild. It's not a rebuild team. We need some pitching, and I don't know. Anyway, uh, how much did they give Lindor? $330 million. Three what? $330 million. Yeah. I mean, and Alonzo, he's going to want 320 That's what I'm saying, bro. He's sitting around watching. Or no, Lind, I'm, I'm thinking of the um, Bryce Harper contract. Lindor got ten years, three hundred and forty-one million. Thank you. Yeah, that's so, what I'm talking so, like, about. Imagine you're, imagine, and thanks for the call, Richard. Imagine I'm I'm working here at WFAN, and I'm watching everybody get the bag, and I'm watching new hosts come in that like aren't full time or aren't putting in the time that I'm doing, aren't putting the hours I'm doing. But I'm here. Oh, this person just got signed. This person's cashing out. Oh, this person's coming in. They got on fresh sneakers. This person's coming in. Their gear is right. I just seen that watch you got on. Hold on. I step outside. I see what kind of car you drive. I'm looking at everybody on the team around me getting money. Where's my money? Where's my bag? Money bags? I'm the face of the franchise. I was doing this before you got here. I'm Pete Alonzo the polar bear. I'm in the city commercial. I go to every city and represent this franchise in the home run derby. I've won it multiple times. Where's my money? Cole is in Westchester. What's up, Cole? You got it. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Um, I'm calling late. My girlfriend's asleep. I I just want to talk about Yankees. They yeah. uh, Listen, they got to add a guy, right? They got to add a guy. Preferably a couple rotation. arms and, and maybe another yeah. guy. No. <laughs> to be honest listen, with we got, you. We they, got guys in the lineup. We're 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 a streaky team, right? That historically, not historically, but over the last few years, we've been a a, a streaky team. We get hot in June, July, and then after the All Star break, the last two years, we go ice cold. So that's where we're going to need our pitching to pick up. So we add a guy like Blake Snell and add him to the rotation. That's an extra win when we're only scoring two runs. So yeah. uh, not to I don't cut know you off, I saw. I saw Judge's all. It just reminded me all. The, Judge has an all rise foundation, 
And I think they put out a video today of Blake Snell talking about, like, lifting his teammates up. I'm like, if Judge is endorsing him, and remember, Judge was talking about talking to Hal and Cash about some things. Yeah, All Rise Official on Instagram. It's the official, I, I guess, Twitter account of Aaron Judge. Their latest tweet eight hours ago is uh, Blake Snell dropping knowledge about building up teammates and friends. So if, if Aaron Judge is actually behind the scenes saying, I want him here, there there might actually be some truth to these private rumors or these uh, the private interests expressed that became a public rumor. And listen, all I'm saying is, listen, we saw that Otani contract, right? That was ridiculous that he's taking two mil a year he's making a bajillion yen over in Japan, right? Yep. I mean, I can refinance my mortgage. Why doesn't Judge refinance this contract so that we can go out and get guys? Oh, no, he ain't doing that. He ain't doing that. I know, but listen, the guy's making a bajillion other dollars. And if, listen. The Yankees are filthy rich, and that's personal. That I feel like he I, went on this personal yeah, fu tour him, because Cashman offered him two hundred and thirty-seven million, and then what did he do? He broke the American League home run record, and he broke up Otani's run of American League MVPs. I'm glad Otani's out there in the NL now. Maybe Judge can win it. Maybe Juan Soto can win it. But what I'm saying, Keith, is like we listen. Judge is now a hometown guy. He he is this new generation's Derek Jeter. Right? I grew up Derek Jeter guy he's my guy through and through Jeter's taking that pay cut to win championships he wants to win championships why doesn't judge restructure his contract so we can go sign one or two more one more great arm like Snell right yes but I'm not asking I'm no way let's be claro I'm not asking Aaron Judge to restructure his contract that he earned no way the Yankees aren't poor. The Yankees aren't broke. And what Otani does with the Dodgers got nothing to do with us. The Yankees got to go out there and sign players. And they don't need to find money to do it. They print money, and Aaron Judge helps them print that money. 877-337-6666. Jesse in Queens. Cliff in the Bronx. You two are trying to talk Knicks on the fan, and I promise you, I'm coming to you next in that order. Everybody else, wait, and uh, I'll try to get to you before I'm done in the next 20 minutes. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. The Nets rep Biggie, but we know Biggie was a Knicks fan because the Nets were in Jersey when Biggie was alive. R.I.P. Big, notorious. Keith McPherson on the fan, wrapping things up in this next 20 minutes or so. I said I was going to go to Jesse and Cliff to talk about the Knicks, so let's get that done. Jesse and Queens, you got it. You're on. Hey, Keith, what's up? Uh, great show as always. Uh, the Knicks, I'm really impressed. I mean, it seems like Leon Rose knew what he was doing. He's building this team the right way. And Anobius has has added a lot. I mean, they're they're playing like they're playing unbelievable. I mean, they just blew out Philly and I didn't see that coming. And if they go out and get DeJounte Murray, I, I don't want to give up any players for him. I mean, we have all those picks. We have the forty eight contract. If they want to take that for, for him, Gladly, but I'm not going to give up Grimes, you know, because that kid's a shooter, good defensive player. So I think I don't I don't even know if they need more stuff. You know, I'm not even sure if they need any more stuff because that's a good thought. to be clicking. That's a good thought to have. That like one Grimes. If you look at Grimes right now, it looks like the trade helped Grimes, right? Like, uh, and then also you don't know if they need more stuff, which means like don't give up too much to get another piece. Like so far, so good. And, yeah, I love what you said about it seems like Leon Rose knew, knew what he was doing. Patience. We all got to learn patience, especially if we think we're going to get to the promised land. It doesn't happen overnight. You you do got to go through some things. You do got to pass on some things, right? Sometimes it's not the, the move you make. It's the moves that you don't make. And I, I just look at this Knicks team. I can't hate on this Knicks team. It, they look like a team. Emphasis on the word team. They have the right leader. They have the right coach. They have the right pieces. They have the right point guard. They have the right bench players. And when I talk about chemistry, I mean, you've got three guys that played college hoops together. And then there's a lot of these guys on the Knicks now that have played two, three, four years together. So this could be the year that they do it, man. That's a that's a huge statement win against a perennial playoff team in the Sixers and the reigning MVP. Yeah, I think they're going to have a great season. I think this Adenobi trade just, you know, unleashed their potential and everybody, they had, all the other players have more space. Everybody has a more defined role. And um, they still have scorers. They got uh, DiVincenzo, they got Grimes, they got Brunson. You know, I like quickly, I'm going to miss him, but to get out of Obi, you know, we have to give him up. Hey, so be it. The and future is now. Did, they, were gonna, they were not going to. They were not going to pay quickly. That's and everybody knew that. And uh, you, it just RJ, the time had come. 
You give up those guys. You get a piece in in OG Ananobi, who you can you can sick him on the other team's best scorer. He can score a little bit. It just everything. It just looks better. Everything fits better in a matter of three games. They're about to stack some wins here, and the garden is going to be turned up. Thanks for the call, Jesse. Let's go to Cliff in the Bronx now. Like I said, I was going to do. Go for it, Cliff. Oh, hey, thanks, Keith. Uh, I just wanted you to know I really enjoy your show. Uh, I'm up usually late because uh, I have a business that I run in the daytime, and sometimes when I come home, <laughs> it's just hard to, to, to get to, go to sleep. sleep. You have a great show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. Your show. Thank you, sir. But um, I just wanted you to know, right, that um, I like I really enjoy your show. But the thing is, is like, like uh, I really, I really think that uh, the Knicks, like, actually, the, the last, the last caller was saying some of the things I was going to say. I liked the Knicks for a long time. It's funny because I actually bought a Knicks T-shirt, a vintage T-shirt. <laughs> so uh, I was just wondering what you think, though, how how the uh, the conference uh, is looking for them because I don't have a whole lot of time to keep up with everything with them, but I really do like them. Yeah, I've been paying attention, and thank you for the call and, and the compliments and, and rocking with my show and everything. I've been paying attention to this for a while now. Obviously, I watch the NBA. I'm a Nets fan, but, like, there's no way to ignore what the Knicks have been doing. Man, they had some scrub teams not that long ago. And uh, first off, it, the, the conversation around free agents choosing the Knicks is one thing, right? Nobody chooses the Knicks. We need a star. And uh, there's a lot of stargazing that goes on within the Knicks fan base, getting your hopes up that it doesn't happen in free agency. Good. Sometimes it's not the moves you make, it's the moves you don't make. Sometimes it's not the the you know the players that you get, it's the players that you don't get, right? Imagine you got Katie and Kyrie. How would that have all played out in Madison Square Garden with the Knicks? It's laughable, right, to even think of. You got the guys that that wanted to play in the Garden and take on the pressure. There's a ton of pressure being a Nick. I've watched games in that arena. It is not like Barclays Center. It's bright. Everybody can see everybody. Everybody can feel the energy from everybody. You can hear everything. You better be on your game. And now I just think you got the guys that are, are battle-tested and have been through a lot. Randall's been through a lot. Brunson, ex- Brunson came here. He expected to come here. His dad was over here. He grew up in the area. Like He, he wanted it. And he's been way better than advertised, in my opinion. And now you got some of his homies from college and some pieces. Even with the hiring of, of your head coach, I've watched this come together. You know, I remember them questioning Leon Rose, World Wide West, some of these other guys. And uh, there's another discussion about the, the Knicks' draft picks and missing on draft picks. So what? Like, moving on from draft picks. So what, man? Like, you, it, that, that's a crapshoot, draft picks. Somehow you get a Hartenstein on your team. Somehow uh, you get OG Ananobi on your team. Somehow DiVincenzo falls in your lap. Like, now you're starting to put the science project together, and you're grading out with an A. They were putting some science projects together in the past, and they were getting straight Ds. So congrats to the Knicks fans that stayed down until you've come up. It's been a long time coming, but this is your chance this is your time, this is your era, and you have the opportunity for this not to be a flash in the pan, for this to be sustained success. And when you look at the complexion of the East, 
And like I say with these teams, right, look at the Sixers and how they you know, right, they moved on from Harden. They always try, are trying to find a star to put next to Embiid. It's Maxi now. Um, but they got a bunch of pieces in that trade, and people were like, oh, look at all the pieces they got. What was their bench tonight compared to the Knicks bench? Go look at the box score. The Boston Celtics, when I first saw the Celtics line up this year with Porzingis and obviously Tatum and Brown, but Al Horford, Al Horford and they got Drew Holiday, I'm like, who allowed this construction project to happen? Who, who allowed them to break ground on this? They're pretty good. Damian Lillard going to Milwaukee. Well, come on. They said Dame wanted to come to Brooklyn. They said he might go to the Miami Heat. So, like, now you got to look at it like this, too, in a league where the last few years was all about super team and guys teaming up and, and putting together the dream team and, and the big threes. It's basketball, man, at the end of the day. Put together a good basketball team. If we had to sacrifice the baseball season of the Knicks or the baseball season of the Yankees and Mets for the Knicks, so be it. If we had to sacrifice this football season for the Giants and the Jets, so be it. Let the Knicks make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals, and we're going to have a blast this spring and summer. Tony's in Bethel, Connecticut. Tony, you're on the fan. What's up, Keith? Bleacher Creatures, Section 39. Good friends with Milton the Cowbell Man, one of the original guys that invented the roll call back in 1997 against the White Sox. How you doing, buddy? Family, salute. I'm good. I, I can't wait to get in the car and drive home and go to sleep, but I'm I'm running through the tape. Thanks for calling, Tony. No, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. 1997, we started the roll call against the White Sox. Tino Martinez, we started. Man, I wish I was older, man. I just wish I was a little bit older for that. For the whole World Series teams and the old creatures. No no disrespect to our current creatures, but y'all know it's not the same anymore. Yo, check it out. MSG did a split screen with Al Troutwick back in the day. And they said, hey, the bleacher creatures are doing something crazy out there in right field. And Al Troutwick did a split screen and showed us in the postgame and that was the original roll call, 1997, against the White Sox. It was a day game, and it was amazing. But uh, I called you about the Giants. Listen, I have a son that's seven years old. He was rooting for the Giants nonstop. I'm a diehard Giants fan. And, it, you know, you, you get numb because you don't know if you want them to win or lose with the whole draft pick situation. And my whole life, I've always rooted for the Giants no matter what, right? But my son, he's cheering. You know, DeVito wins the three straight games, right? And he's like, Dad, why aren't you cheering? Why aren't you cheering? I'm like, yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. But I'm thinking of Jaden Daniels. I'm thinking of Bo Nix. I'm thinking of Penix. I'm thinking of all these guys. And my son's like, Dad, why aren't you so happy? I said, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. But you know what? As a diehard Giant fan, since 1986, season ticket holder, you know, it's tough, man. It's like you're numb. And this weekend, I hate the Eagles, okay? So we want to beat the Eagles. But I also would like to stay at five or maybe move up to number two. I want to get Jaden Daniels. I want to get Bo Nix. I want to get somebody good. It's been a tough time. But uh, good show, brother. Thanks for the call, Tony. That's funny. Uh, C-Mac's not following me tonight. Hoff is coming up next. But if you've been listening to C-Mac shows for the last two months, he's been screaming about how he wants sustained success. And I've been talking about how I don't think there's any way in hell you don't pair the next quarterback with this head coach and this GM. So lose the game to the Eagles and get your draft position, and let Brian Dable interview these quarterbacks, go to their pro days, watch their films, and and find the guy of your choosing. And I and I, I think it's time to move on from Daniel Jones, and I think there is a future where the, where the Giants are perennial contenders, but you need the quarterback in this league. You need two. Let's go to Eric and Paramus on the fan. What's up, Eric? 
Yo, Keith, how are you? All right. Thanks for calling. Um, so I'm a big Nets fan. Me and my dad have had season tickets since as far as I can go back. It was Continental Airlines Arena. I'm watching the game tonight. I'm loving what I'm seeing first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and then it Never easy up with, Nets. Even, never easy. even when we win, we disappoint. <laughs> exactly. And that's my point. It's like I'm seeing, I'm loving what I'm seeing, and then I see the same things in the fourth quarter. I want to be a Jock Vaughn believer, believer. I just can't. I just want to know, what do you think the direction of this franchise is? Because in my opinion, I feel like we're stuck in no man's land. We don't own our own draft picks. I think it's still 2026. I, I could be wrong on that. And I just don't feel like we have good pieces, but not enough to contend. So I just don't know where we are in this. Yeah, in this current my, my drop played where I was like, the trade deadline's coming up. Trade Nick Claxton, trade Spencer Dinwiddie, trade, trade Royce O'Neal. I don't know, and that's the worst feeling as a fan, right, to be stuck in the middle not knowing the direction, not knowing whether they should blow it up or go for it. And then you see a game like tonight where they come out and play with their hair on fire, and you're like, see, they can do it. But then they take their foot off the gas, and they don't know how to close because they've lost five in a row, and then you got to sweat out the, uh, the last seconds of the game. I, I think they need a different head coach. Man, I think they need a whole. I think they need a whole uh, different owner, GM, all of that. But like, that's not going to happen. So maybe they make a, a trade for a point guard, a scoring point guard, or somebody that can come in here and help them push this season to make the playoffs again. But I'm just like, I'm tired of getting swept out of the playoffs. Like, we we sold our soul to the superstars, of Katie, Kyrie, and and James Harden, and like you mentioned, not having our picks that Harden trade, we just gave up so much for the guy and then traded him to Philly. I don't know, Eric. All I can tell you is this. At least they got a win today. They broke the, the losing streak. Hopefully they win Sunday. Then they go to Paris. Hopefully this is like the reset that they need to regroup, get right. Lonnie Walker came back. Uh, even though he only played six minutes, obviously his, you know, just being active helped the team. They got to win games, stack wins. And if you look at the Eastern Conference right now, there's a bunch of teams ahead of us that are all seven, seven and a half, eight and a half games back. If they can win some games... They'll be right there in it. Thanks for the call, Eric. I got two calls left. Let's see if I can get to them. Gary and Maho Pack on the fan. What's up, Gary? Hey, Keith. What's happening? Hey, you know what's funny as a sports fan? We had to live through a miserable baseball season, a miserable football season, whether you were a Jedi Giant or Meta Yankee. But spring, what's the old saying? Uh, hope springs eternal. Yeah. The God is will be rocking this year between not only the Knicks, but the Rangers. It's yeah. Like again. yeah. And if they can do it, man, like we're all going to be behind them because we're so thirsty. We want a champion. We want a winner. So they're going to feed off that energy. These guys, like I said, they can't ignore social media. They can't ignore the people in the streets. Go New York, go New York, go. I might have my fandoms and my loyalties and my allegiances, but I'm a host on the fan. I want somebody in this town to win. Right. Hey, the reason I called is about Trevor Bauer. I wanted to get your take on the interview with Sal and BT. Excellent. As a man, I've been screaming to whoever will listen to me that the Mets needed to sign this guy. Once he was cleared of any wrongdoing, you know what? If he's a freak behind closed doors, fine. But that most of these freak. guys are <laughs> like most of these guys are. They they're millionaire athletes. These guys cheat on their wives. They have multiple baby mothers. Who really knows what they do? I don't care what they do. Thanks for the call, Gary. If the Mets 
if the Mets can sign Bauer for a one-year deal, do it. You already tried to sign him a couple years back. He was in New York. Somebody should have called him. Last call of the night goes to Lou in Westchester County. Go for it, Lou. We're running out of time. AC, I have two related uh, points um, in regard to the uh, Yankees. I, I just don't see things uh, working out for them. One, perhaps you can enlighten me, but I thought the Yamamoto uh, uh, deal might, might have been worse for the cap than uh, the Otani uh, deal. Um, uh, just can't pay, can't pay Yamamoto bonus. more than Cole the year after Cole wins the AL Cy Young and this guy hasn't thrown a pitch in Major League Baseball. Can't hand him a, a deal bigger than Garrett Cole's. But they're trying. They're they want. I think they want to sign uh, Soto uh, eventually. Well, that's and different. Have to, uh, give him a lot more than uh, than Judge. Judge. That's different. Good. Give it to him. <laughs> and I don't think Judge is going to be mad after hitting behind him in the lineup this year. But but I want to, I wanted to say that if they, the Dodgers gave them uh, gave uh, Yamamoto uh, a fifty million dollar bonus, uh, uh, shouldn't. Uh, that go against the salary cap for the first year, um, it would blow them out. I, no, I don't think that's fair. They finessed and finagled that. Thanks for the call, Lou. <clears throat> I think that's money that he gets right away, and it doesn't. It it, it doesn't. I, I don't know exactly off the top of my head, and I'm, I got to go home. I'm sorry, guys. Well, I'm not sorry. I ran through the tape. I finished the show. I did what I was supposed to do. I'll be back Monday. Hoff is next. Have a good weekend. Sports Radio 1019 We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.